I wonder how many uh, superstars of rugby league Zorba cussed in his time when he was playing for Manly. How are you, Zorba? Morning, Brandy. Morning, Bulldog. Were you chirpy when you played Zorba, when you were in that superstar team and you were playing against superstars? Were you lippy or did you just cart it up? Oh, very lippy. <laughs> very lippy. Oh, I wow. Remember, uh, wow. I'm, I'm shocked. We beat Penrith 70-7 to at Penrith and um, I'd played a couple of seasons before with uh, Parramatta and one of my great mates there was that fabulous Australian forward, Ronnie Lynch, who was then at Penrith. And um, as I broke through... Um, somebody put me in the open. I said, and um, it goes to Zorba, and Zorba's going to score under the post. <laughs> you, comment, that, you commentated your own try. I commentated my own try, and Ronnie Lynch looked at me and said, that'll do me, and he walked off. <laughs> Zorba, but you know the, 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 the former Wallaby fullback, Greg Martin, who became a long-time rugby commentator, he's a radio star in Brisbane now. I was playing against him in Brisbane Club Rugby one day, and, and he scores through the back line. We're all chasing him. He scores in the corner. And as he scored, he goes in the corner. He yells out, and I'm over. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Azorb, we spoke off air during the week a couple of times. You had a really special experience during the week. You were on the SCG, an experience of a lifetime. Uh, and that's because there were, or oh, gee, I hope I'm right here, Zorba, 12 inducted into the SCG uh, Life members, and you were there as a guest of the one and only Ken Arthurson. Yeah, I was, Bulldog. I've, I've been hit in the backside by a rainbow in my life as a sporting journalist and broadcaster. Um, I've met absolute legends, and I've been lucky enough to dine with the likes of Sir Donald Bradman, Keith Miller, and Sid Barnes in Adelaide. I've called Sir Vivian Richards and Sir Graham Lowe mates. Um, it's a highlight, as was my as was my um, calling of the late immortal Bob Fulton, my best friend for over 60 years. But dining on the famous surface of the mighty SCG on Wednesday night amongst an array of elite Aussie sporting champions and administrators is uh, now right up there. It's, um, it's up there with calling rugby league at Wembley, Old Trafford, Headingley, um, the great grounds of the world, but the SCG has always been my favourite as a kid growing up in Wollongong. Um, I was there at the invitation, as you said, of Rugby League's greatest administrator, Ken Arthurson. Uh, I am the godfather and fittingly um, my second father, really. Uh, it was a cracker of a night for the 12 New Life members. Graham Arnold, a great mate of yours, great mate of mine, um, a bloke that we've known for a long, long time. The smile on Ernie's face and his family and friends there with him. Um, he, he, Ken Arthurson, David Campisi AM, Belinda Clark, what an amazing player she was, the first female inducted into the, um, to the life membership. Richard Collis, Gwen McGrath, Pigeon, Michael O'Loughlin, what a brilliant speaker he is. He was absolutely awesome. And I think, Virtually stole the night, as far as I could see. Nick Politis, great man. Cheryl Salisbury, who was captain of the Australian women's soccer team, the Matildas, for seven years before they before they really became well known. Wonderful player out of Newcastle. Basil Sellers, Mark Taylor, and Steve Tugawar, who told us about hitting a four on the last ball of the day to get his ton. 
at his favourite ground, the SCG, and how he got dropped from the Australian cricket team. And his mother asked him, who replaced him? And, and Tugger said, he's standing behind you, Junior, replaced <laughs> by his brother. Wow. Now, Zorba. I've got to say, I've got to say, it was, it was a beautiful night. Not a cloud in the sky. We started off in beautiful sunlight and finished in the dead of night with all of the lights on and the, and the, and the 12 inductees' names on the big screen and around the ground. It was lit up. The grass was a beautiful green. And full marks to Tony Squires and Stephanie Brantz, who did a superb job. Tony MC and Stephanie doing the interviews. It was a night of nights. Unbelievable. Takes a lot to get me in a dinner suit. Now, listen, I'm going to ask yep. you something. Off yes. the cuff. You know what I'm going to ask you, don't you? No. What happens when? What happened when you innocently went back to your car to go home? Well, you had to park up in the Sydney Cricket Ground members area, which is up the top of uh, the new Allianz State, um, Allianz um, Grandstand and, and Ground. And you got the buggy, the golf buggy, uh, down to the SCG, um, and it was via a lot of tunnels under the new ground. Uh, at the back of the SCG at Allianz and was a heck of a walk. Anyway, I was glad to get the buggy there and the, and the guy that drove the buggy said, when you want to go back, just meet me at the Richie Benno uh, statue and I'll take you back. So I waited and hopped in the buggy and we went about, oh, I reckon, 50 yards and it stopped. And I said, what happens now? He said, we've got a flat battery. I said, oh, well, you've got a replacement, haven't you? He said, no. He said, this is it. We're going to have to walk. I said, you're joking. With nearly a K and a bit. And a lot the last part uphill. That wasn't the worst part of it. When I finally made my car, took my coat off, and I thought that I'd put uh, my phone on the back seat. Well, I got to Kirribilli, and I thought, where's my phone? So I pulled over, couldn't find it in the back, couldn't find it in the front. I looked on the roof of the car, and there it was. Still oh, there. What? It had gone all that way. <laughs> it had gone all that way. The and <laughs> under the tunnel and over the... Oh, geez. Well, that was a lucky call. Oh, that's unbelievable that it stayed there the whole way. We've all lost the coffee off the top of the car, but lucky it didn't <laughs> lose the phone. Hey, it's all, but Travis Main's written a pretty big piece in the Sunday newspapers, the News Call papers today, about the Broncos and Kevy. You know, how they recover from that grand final loss, the fact that Kevy can't bring himself to watch it. What do you make of it all? Oh, they can't recover. No. Um, that, I mean, he hasn't watched it, Kevy, and he's a great competitor, Kevy. Um, he hasn't watched it, nor should he. They were home whistling Dixie and they blew it. 24 to 8. Uh, that's a big margin in any game, let alone a grand final. That's going to haunt the Broncos. Now, if they have the same side, to go back and have a crack at it, I would say, yeah, give them a good go. But their losses are huge, and they won't understand that until they start playing again. Flegler, who's a real goer, hard to replace a front row forward like him. A player that they're going to miss a lot is Kurt Capewell. You can't buy 139 NRL games, a premiership uh, at Penrith in 2021. 
time at the Sharks before the Broncos again. Um, they can't replace him. Um, young Palacia is a very good young forward. He was in there 17 for the grand final. He's gone. And then, of course, the gun centre, Herbie Farnworth, who, in my opinion, um, is one of the best centres in rugby league, the Englishman, but it's only young and great stuff at the Broncos. I don't know how Wayne Bennett got him, but I reckon the opportunity's gone. It's going to haunt them. And, yeah, they'll be up there because they've got a very, very good side. But when it matters, that'll come back and haunt them. Yeah, I've I, I got to say, I worry for them too. And those... Flegler, Farmworth, Capewell, they are massive losses. Yeah, I said last year, Breeny, uh, after the grand final last season, rather, that there's this expectation when you lose one that, oh, the experience is good and we'll be back next year. The experience was bad. It's not that easy, mate. I don't think the Broncos can get there again. What about uh, Vegas, Zorba? Fox Sports look like they're getting right behind well, it. Well, they are, aren't they? They're, uh, there's going to be an invasion before and during the March 2023 before kickoff, uh, Matty Goncho's going over there. 360 is going to go there. Part of an extensive coverage. Um, there's going to be a huge exodus of fans going. Uh, many going through US Customs in Hawaii en route to Vegas. That's the best way to go. Get through US Customs in Honolulu. Enjoy it there. Hit the pipeline with me. And then the tables uh, in Vegas uh, and footy. How good. What I can't believe, Zorba, and I keep harping on about it, is the expenditure that's going in. Like, per team, not just the 30-something people they're taking for the week or 10 days each, four teams when it's on, but the, the sortie missions that have happened and the, the pre-planning missions, the, the, the big press junkets that are going on this week and the NRL are sending representatives and all these different journos. People are spending big money on this Las Vegas thing. They are, but if it comes off, it'll be money well spent. And, and I've got to give Landy's and, um, and, the, and the rest of the NRL um, absolute applause for having the courage and the foresight to do it. If we just get 1% of the population in America to watch rugby league, then we're home. And um, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great experiment and full marks to them for having a crack. I think if the weather's good, there's going to be so many Aussies in Vegas, um, they'll yell their heads off at the game. And I think America will fall in love with rugby league. Why wouldn't you? It's a great game to watch. And we've got superstars galore um, on display in the four teams. And I think it's the start of something big. I hope it is. Um, don't forget the VIP jet from the NRL going over as well. That'll be interesting to see who gets on that. Yeah, well, Dean Ritchie reckons he hasn't got a ticket yet. I reckon he'll get one. Hey, what's going on? Are there elephants in the room at South and Manly? Yeah, well, I'm, nobody wants to talk about it, but I'll have a crack. They were gun center, They were a gun centre pairing for the New South Wales Blues, but we're the number one for their respective clubs. But should they? South Latrell Mitchell... And Manly's Tom Travojevic are the elephants in the room at their respective clubs. Mitchell in the centres with Campbell Graham and Jack White at fullback. And he's played nearly 90 games there in the NRL. Is an option for coach Jason Dimitrio. As I said, White has plenty of experience at the back for Canberra. Over at Manly, there are plenty who would like to see Tommy Turbo in the centres with 
rising star Tolu Kola at fullback, where he was absolutely brilliant in the final few games last season. The big question is, are the coaches, Demetrio at South and Seabold at Manly, up for the changes? I think not at the start of the season, but feel it's a must for both clubs for them to be a top four team, and that's where you have to be to win a premiership. Round one, South versus Manly in Vegas. Both Mitchell and Trebojevic will be at the back in the number ones, but I'm tipping not for the entire season. I reckon what's this space? I reckon they've got to move for their respective teams to be at their best. You know how this this the, the game's in Vegas, so Zorba, it involves, you know, a 15-hour flight, if if they get if they're going to go direct, or they'll probably have to stop somewhere and get there. And those guys with the soft tissue injuries, you can't not take them because of the promotional value of it. But it wouldn't be a bad game for them to miss, you know, injury wise. Am I making sense no. or am I talking rubbish? No, no, you're a little bit of both. But <laughs> I, uh, I, I think Tommy particularly, I, like the load on a fullback is enormous. Yeah. And the same for Luttrell. Um, they're both outstanding players and they can play in any position. But for their teams, what's the best spot for them? Yeah. And for their well-being, what's the best spot for them? I, I think it's a centre spot. But I might be in the minority. Nobody wants to talk about it. And I know the coaches will not move them, particularly early in the season. But later on, they might have to. And I agree with you. Long flight over... It's, uh, it's a recipe for disaster. They'll have to uh, they'll have to look at their preparation very very closely. But they are going early enough. Ah, oh, they'll be fine. It's not Molly coddle them. It's a flight overseas. They can handle it. If they can't handle a flight overseas. They shouldn't be playing. And they've got time when they get back. A fortnight to get ready for round two. Talking for someone who's major um, experience in 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 running is to the bar at. Forestville RSL. Well, at least they don't commentate. Oh, Bulldog's off to the bar. He scores a schooner. (laughs) Many schooners. (laughs) All right, you've had your say. Off you go. That's it. That's it. No, it's not. Yes, it is. What else you got? Nothing. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye. Go find your phone.